0: Hi, all. I'm going to read a book, Think Like a Monk, and the chapters are shown on the path. The goal of all this preparation is to bring intentionality to the entire day. The moment you leave your home, there will be more curveballs. Whatever your job may be, you are going to need the energy and focus you cultivated all morning. Monks don't just have morning routines and nighttime routines. We use routines of time and location every moment of the day. Sister Joan Christo, the Benedictine nun I have already mentioned, says people living in the cities and suburbs can make choices about the way they live, though most of them don't see that because they are conditioned to be on the go all the time. Imagine for a moment that what america would look like imagine the degree of sanity we would have if lay people had something comparable to the daily schedule of the cloistered life it provides scheduled time for prayer work and recreation routines root us the two hours i spend meditating support the other 20 hours of my day just as the 22 hours influence my meditation the relationship between the two is symbiotic try this visualization for tomorrow just as an inventor has to visualize an idea before building it we can visualize the life we want beginning by visualizing how we want our mornings to be After you do breath work to calm your mind, I want you to visualize yourself as your best self. Visualize yourself waking up in the morning healthy, well rested and energized. Imagine the sunlight coming through the windows, you get up and as your feet (coughs) touch the ground, you feel a sense of gratitude for another day. Really feel that gratitude and then say in your mind, I am grateful for today, I am excited for today, I am joyful for today. See yourself brushing your teeth, taking your time, being mindful to brush every tooth. Then as you go into shower, visualize yourself feeling calm, balance, ease, stillness when you come out of the shower because you chose what you were going to wear the night before it's not a bother to dress now see yourself setting your intentions writing down my intention today is to be focused my intention today is to be disciplined my intention today is to be of service visualize the whole morning again as realistically as you can you may add some exercise some meditation believe it feel it welcome it into your life feeling fresh feeling fueled now visualize yourself continuing the day as your best self see yourself inspiring others leading others guiding others sharing with others listening to others learning from others being open to others there feedback and their thoughts. See yourself in this dynamic environment, giving your best and receiving your best. Visualize yourself coming home at the end of the day. You are tired, but you are happy. You want to sit down and rest, but you are grateful for whatever you have, a job, a life, a family, friends, a home. You have more than so many people. See yourself in the evening. Instead of being on your phone or watching a show, you come up with new ideas to spend that time meaningfully. When you visualize yourself getting into bed at a good time, see yourself looking up and saying, I am grateful for today. I will wake up tomorrow feeling healthy, energized and rested. Thank you. Then visualize yourself scanning throughout your body and thanking each part of your body for helping you throughout the day. When you are ready, in your own time, at your own pace, slowly and gently open your eyes. Note: Life messes up your plans. Tomorrow is not going to go as you visualize it. Visualization doesn't change your life, but it changes how you see it. You can build your life by returning to the ideal that you imagined. Whenever you feel that your life is out of alignment, you realign it with the visualization. In the ashram, we took the same 30-minute walk on the same path at least once a day. Every day, the monk asked us to keep our eyes open for something different, something we never before seen on this walk that we had taken yesterday and the day before and the day before that. Spotting something new every day on our familiar walk was a reminder to keep our focus on that walk. To see the freshness in each routine, to be aware, seeing something is not the same as noticing it. Researchers at UCLA asked faculty, staff, and students in the Department of Psychology whether they knew the location of the nearest fire extinguisher. Only 24% could remember where the closest one was, even though for 92% of the participants, a fire extinguisher was just a few feet from where they filled out the survey, which was usually their own office or a classroom they frequently visited. One professor did not realize that there was a fire extinguisher just inches from the office he had occupied for 25 years, truly noticing What's around us keep our brains from shifting to autopilot. At the ashram, we were trained to do this on our daily walk. I have taken this walk for hundreds of days now. It is hot but not unpleasant in my robes. The forest is leafy and cool. The dirt path feels soothing underfoot. Uh, Today, a senior monk has asked us to look for a new stone, one that we have never noticed before. I'm slightly disappointed. For the past week or so, we have been asked to look for a new flower every day. And yesterday, I lined up an extra one for today—a tiny blue flower cupping a drop of dew that seemed to wink at me, as if it were in on my plan. But no, our leader is somehow onto me and has switched things up. And so the hunt is on. Monks understand that routine your mind, but the biggest threat to that freedom is monotony. People complain about their poor memories, but I have heard it said that we don't have a retention problem, we have an attention problem. By searching for the new, you are reminding your brain to pay attention and rewiring it to uh, to recognize that there's something to learn in everything. Life isn't as sudden as we assume. How can I advocate both for establishing routines and seeking out novelty and this contradictory but it is precisely doing the familiar that creates room for discovery. The late Cope Bryant was onto this. The basketball legend had started showing his creative side, developing books and a video series. As Bryant told me on my podcast On Purpose. Having a routine is critical to his work. A lot of time, uh, creativity comes from a structure. When you have those parameters and a structure, then within that, you can be creative. If you don't have a structure, you are just aimlessly doing stuff. Rules and routines is our cognitive burden. So, we have bandwidth for creativity. A structure enhances spontaneity. And discovery, when uh, rein- we grow uh, the routine, this approach leads to delight in small things. We tend to anticipate the big events of life: holidays, pr- uh, promotions, birthday parties. We put pressures on this event to live up to our expectations. But if we look for small joys, we don't have to wait for them to come up on the. Calendar. Instead, they await us every day if we take the time to look for them. And I have found it. Here's a curious orangey stone that has seemingly appeared out of nowhere since yesterday. I turned it over in my palm. Finding this stone isn't the end of our discovery process. We observe it deeply, describe the color, the shape. Immerse ourselves in it in order to understand and appreciate it, then we might describe it again to be sure we have experienced it fully. This isn't an exercise, it's real. A deep experience, I smile before turning it to the edge of the path, half hidden, but therefore somewhere else to find. To walk down the same old path and to find a new stone is to open your mind.